self-development with tactics. But every change comes with something familiar, you know, because we often go through the same things. We often then experience the same things, at least in the end we notice. But yeah, therefore, we're going to go through some Reddit things and it's going to be one good thing, one good list, which is how to control your anger like a stoic, which is by um, nobody1377 18 hours ago. And it even got an award as I see there, I think, not quite sure. But the first thing, identify the costs of anger. And this is indeed something uh, very important for me because it is something that I've always neglected. It is something that I've, you know, quite never paid attention to, but it is very, very, very important. Every time one uh, hits somebody else out of anger or does something else out of anger that shouldn't be done, whether it is something, you know, by law you shouldn't be doing it or it is just not good for you and your relationship afterwards, you know, after you've gotten angry, after you've just lost your temper, that we identify things and or we see things that, uh, well, are not good. Thinking about the things that might happen, you know, the costs that you're going to have when you're about to get angry is very, very, very crucial. At my point of view, you know, we often uh, in our rage, you know, when we are losing our temper, we do not think, we stop thinking. I'd actually say that meditation might be helping there, you know, to actually see this anger coming. At least it really did it for me um, through meditation, even though I gotta be honest, I haven't been meditating as I should and as I actually would like to, to be doing it for the past I'd actually say a month, to be honest, you know, to really also be honest with myself, but I still have the ability to see my emotions coming and notice when I'm just starting to boil quite, you know, like a fucking kettle. Incredibly, incredibly important for me, you know, seeing this emotion, noticing it and also being able to name it. Obviously, it can be so many things, you know, I'm noticing something, I'm feeling a certain way. Okay, this is anger. Okay. What is happening right now? You know, what is what is going on in my world? What is going on in my life? Maybe I have to tweak a few things, you know, maybe I have to get out of this situation. Maybe I have to just go somewhere else. Maybe I have to talk to a certain person. Maybe just changing something is always going to be good, you know, because obviously when you're feeling like the anger is coming, something is wrong and or you should be changing just something. The question always is, what is it that you have to change? Was it that you have to be doing? The second thing, identify what is in your control. I know this is an overall just stoic thing. What is in your control? What is outside of your control? And I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it is pretty good for anger um, when I'm getting angry. And the problem with anger in general is that we stop thinking. We just stop thinking. We don't necessarily think about the things we are in control of, but most often afterwards, you know, which is why I think it is incredibly important to get into the situation, you know, just getting angry, but then really practicing to shut it down and start thinking again. 
which is going to reduce costs, which is going to minimize costs, you know, of anger, which are and or can be horrible. But then also noticing what is in your control and why it is actually pretty unnecessary that you are getting angry at this point in time, you know, because if you notice, well, this is not in my control. If I'm getting angry, I'm not going to be able to change anything about whatever I'm getting angry of or because of. You maybe start thinking a bit more and realize, well, uh, why? Just why? And then you're going to calm down and then you're going to be able to really uh, get out of this situation quite quickly, I would say. The third, accept that there are going to be stupid people. You know, but this obviously is out of your control. You can't control the people. You can't control how they deal with you, what they say, what they do, whatever. Um, you just have to live with them. And you just really have to see that maybe that they're stupid. But I think in general, just reminding yourself of the fact that you're not in control of other people is always going to put you in a position of, okay, this person did that, this person did this. Well, it is what it is. I can't change it anyway. So... I'm going to live with it and I'm going to be able to, to deal with it in a certain way, in a way better way than without realizing that, you know, I can't just do anything about it. Don't get upset in advance. Well, it's just unnecessary. You know, pretty quick, easy point. Like, no, you know, which is, uh, yeah. You know, we often do think about the future in a certain way that in the end is like, why? You don't know what the future is going to be like. Of course, minimizing potential downsides in the future is always going to be good and it's always going to be um, advocable it's always going to be great that one does that but unnecessary emotional outbursts when thinking about the future this is unnecessary because you, you can't change the future you know at least well you can do something today that is going to change the future but maybe something is going to happen you know the chance is always there that you're going to be struck by fucking lightning it is what it is you know it is what it is, you know. Sometimes actually realizing that one is not in control of everything can also be pretty pleasing, I would say, you know, because it makes things way less serious, you know, as I think one should really deal with life in general. Like, you know, why do we always have to be so serious? Why do we always have to be so incredibly serious about life? Like always, you know, we're always doing that. We human beings, we're always so goddamn serious. Anyway, anyway let go of the past well which is i think the the same way or the same thing as the fourth one which is don't get upset in advance but just the other way around and or just into the other direction like you know you can either go into the future and or you can go into the past but going into the past is as unnecessary as going into the future is you know but, well, it is actually even more unnecessary than going into the future, because at least you can alter the future. You can change the future to some degree, to some, dip, to, to some bit, you know. You can at least have an effect on it. But the past is the past. It already happened, you know. You already have fucked up this one thing. You've already said this one thing. Uh, whatever it might be about, you can't change the past. You can also or only learn to live with it. And that is quite it. You know, we can't do much more about it. The seventh and last, well, actually the sixth one is get physical exercise or get physical slash exercise. Incredibly important. I do not necessarily see the, the thing that it has to do with anger. Um, I've been working out for so long that I couldn't even say that it is helping me with my anger. But I think 
well, first of all, it's just healthy. Second of all, um, it is healthy. And third of all, it is fucking healthy. Physically and mentally. The mental upsides and the mental benefits of working out is actually one of the things that really struck me in the past few... In the past month, I'd say, when I really felt down and really felt like just doing nothing and, and hating everything, the two things that really helped me and the two things of which I've always, or after which I've always been feeling really good was first of all exercise. The first time of the day where I really, really felt good and felt like I can just do anything. And the second time was cold showering, which obviously has something to do with hormones and, and, and well, actually endorphins and so on and so forth, which um, your body produces because of exercising and also because of the shock of having a cold shower. And the seventh one, well, I do actually want to... So in terms of exercise, they say from the webmd.com site, when you exercise, your body releases chemicals called endorphins. These endorphins interact with the receptors in your brain that reduce your perception of pain. Endorphins also trigger positive feeling in the body similar to that of morphine. Insane. You know, I can now understand why people take morphins or morphine. Isn't morphine like an opioid or something? Actually, not quite sure. Cold shower benefits for your health. The cold water sends many electrical impulses to your brain. They jolt your system to increase alertness, clarity and energy levels. Endorphins, which are sometimes called happiness hormones, are also released. This effect leads to feelings of well-being and optimism, which is exactly what I'm feeling after working out and also after my cold shower, which is something to remember, something to think of when you're about to, to take a cold shower and also and or work out, especially when you don't feel like working out and or especially when you don't feel like taking a cold shower because it fucking sucks. It really does. It really, really, really does. But remembering, well, I am potentially going to feel way better afterwards than I do now makes it way more sensical and way more like, well, um, let's just do it anyways. You know, let's just push through it and do it. The seventh one is look for something to be grateful for and or something also to look forward to, which is one of the reasons why I am at this point in time trying to utilize play playing games um, to feel better and to also be more productive and so on and so forth. Because obviously there are some times of my day and I've been able to figure them out quite well, in which I really am not that productive. And almost often it is um, right after my lunch, I am pretty unproductive, And um, but especially in the afternoon. Then in the evening, I just really get way more productive, but my most productive time is in the morning. And uh, well, having something to look forward to, incredibly important, as also Viktor Frankl pointed out. And... Um, being grateful for something and or journaling that, you know, writing down something you're grateful for is gonna make you think about nothing else but this one thing that you're grateful for, you know, when you're writing it down, when you're thinking about it. You know, being grateful is quite, quite, quite a big thing and, and a beneficial thing. As they dare point out, gratitude and emotional benefits makes us happier, increases psychological well-being, enhance our positive emotions, increase our self-esteem, keep suicidal thoughts and attempts at bay, uh, make people like us, oh, like us, improve our romantic relationships, improve our friendships by, I think, saying it or communicating it, you know, which is going to be obviously pretty cool for some people if you say, okay, I am really grateful that I'm having you. 
Gratitude boosts our ratio by helping us experience more positive emotions such as optimism, enthusiasm, love, joy and happiness while protecting us from the destructive emotions of envy, greed, bitterness and resentment. Improve our self-esteem. Gratitude makes us aware of the good other people do for you. Through the power of gratitude, you can wire your brain to be optimistic and compassionate, making you feel good. The more you look, the more you can find to be grateful for. This positivity can extend to those around you, creating a virtuous cycle. But this time a good one, not a bad one, not as in so many other ways. But anyway, hope you've been able to learn something. See you the next time. Bye bye.